everyone. Welcome to My Sleep Journey. And today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Tamara Williams or Coach T and she's a lifestyle coach. And uh, just to give you a little bit of a background, we met um, a couple of actually last year, I believe. Mm -hmm. And last year she had asked me to be on her um on her podcast or actually it was more of a Facebook live, wasn't it? Yes. And so, yes, I was able to speak about sleep, you know, to her audience. And now I'm introducing you to coach T so she can help you in terms of lifestyle coaching. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background about yourself? Yes. Thank you for having me. Um, so I am originally from South Carolina moved to Florida to go to law school. So I am also a licensed attorney. Um, I graduate from law school. Oh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> a while back, 2006. And so for me, um, I've, I've done a lot of things. So most of my career has been in family law. Um, I've also done some um, insurance work. I'm currently working for an insurance company but I'm also a realtor. Uh, but what gives me the most joy is being a lifestyle coach. That's what I really, really enjoy doing. Um, I'm married. My husband and I are still living here in Florida. We live in central Florida and we're very active in our church. Love going to the movies. I love shopping. <laughs> Who doesn't? I will actually, you know, there are a whole bunch of people who don't like shopping and, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy shopping too. There you go. <laughs> so coaching, how did you get into lifestyle coaching? Well, um, my job had, my jobs have unfortunately been very stressful. Mm -hmm. um, so like I said, I was an attorney. So I started as a staff attorney and I actually, um, I was the staff attorney at a nonprofit organization and I eventually was promoted to being the executive director. And what I noticed is as I got promoted, I was starting to gain weight because of the stress. I was not handling the stress properly. Um, and by the end of, um, you know, I actually left that organization, but when I left there, I had gained over 50 pounds. Wow. Um, How long were you working there for? I was working there for about 12 years. Yeah, so that's been, you know, most of my legal career has was there. Um, and what happened was, um, this was 2017, I was throwing a birthday party for my husband. And, you know, the party's over, I'm looking at the pictures. And I literally, I cried when I saw the pictures of myself, I did not, I mean, you know, I was weighing myself. So I realized that, of course, I was gaining weight, but it was just something to see how bad things had gotten you know it was really just a, a reality call for me um and so at the time you know I, I kind of like you know told myself look I gotta do something this is ridiculous it's getting out of hand so I had started you know trying to calorie count and you know I was getting some progress with that but you know it was just so it re really wasn't enjoyable and I knew that wouldn't be sustainable and it just worked out that one of our friends had actually sent me a text asking me had um, I heard of a plan called Trim Healthy Mama, and I had not. 
And she was telling me that that was something that she had started. Um, and it's a plan, you know, it's trim, it's called Trim Healthy Mama, but it's, you know, anybody can do it. But it's a plan that was created by two sisters in New Zealand. And basically, it's most of the people who follow the plan are trying to lose weight, but it's just a healthy way of eating, period. So even those who not might not necessarily need to lose weight, it's good for, you know, helping with your blood pressure helping those who have diabetes because it's a very natural way of eating. So like I said, this was August of 17. So I'm like, okay, you know, we'll see. I'll think about it. And so, you know, I gave myself until my birthday, my birthday's in October. So I told myself, okay, I'm going to kind of, kind of do what I'm doing now. And then the day after my birthday, I'm going to start this plan. So that was October 9th of 2017. That was the day I started this plan and I have not looked back. And what happened was the creators of the plan, um, the following year, they actually created a coaching program. And so I was a part of their inaugural group of coaches um, to try to help share this plan with other um, people who were trying to lose weight and just live a half healthier life. Um, so that's how I got started. And uh, could you maybe expand upon coaching? With my lifestyle coaching, a lot of the principles that I'm implementing are specifically um, related to this particular plan. Um, but the basis of the plan transcend to, you know, health in general itself. So some of the basis of the plan are, you know, first of all, it adopts whole foods approach. So um, all food groups are welcome. So Healthy carbs are a-okay, so we don't eliminate carbs. Um, we have desserts, but we use natural sweeteners instead of processed sugar. Um, and a lot of the crux of the plan is uh, for those of us who are trying to lose weight, we separate our healthy fats from our healthy carbs in a meal. So we are focusing on one fuel or other. So that's just kind of unique to the Trim Healthy Mama lifestyle. But of course, that transcends, you know, health in and of itself, because it, it, it approaches, you know, trying to eat fresh food, and that that's not unique to the plan. It's just the way that kind of some of the way we pair our fueling may be unique to the plan, but that can transcend any area of health and wellness. And also, outside of um, my Trim Healthy Mama coaching, I also work on mindset with my clients. And of course, that's, I believe that is a part of health and wellness that, you know, we can't just focus on, you know, weight loss, but, you know, health and wellness, it expands on the whole person. And I do do that, incorporate that in my lifestyle coaching as well. Right. If I were looking for a lifestyle coach, what is a thing that you would say, uh, people should be looking for in terms of a lifestyle coach? You should look for someone who, first of all, you someone you can communicate what your goals are, you know, whether that is weight loss, whether that is time management, whatever it can be, and see if those goals that you have are something that that particular coach is able to assist you with. Um, and someone that you feel comfortable talking to, because, you know, the, <clears throat> this coaching is very intimate, as you can imagine. 
Um, so it needs to be someone that you feel comfortable talking to, someone that you think you can trust, somebody who's personable. Um, and then, you know, someone who has gotten results, some of the results for either the personally or for their clients that you're trying to get so that you know that they have a proven method that can help you to accomplish the goals that you're trying to accomplish. You know what? And I think that's really interesting that you say that. So, I mean, there are coaches who never have had an issue before and they can still be a good coach, you know, because they understand the principles, et cetera. Mm -hmm. However, there is this added dimension to choosing someone who to coach you in whatever that may be, whether it's lifestyle, health, wellness, or sleep, who has been where you are, because, you know, that connection and being able to understand some of the issues that you're going through, um, that comes with having been there. And sometimes, you know, if this is what you're looking for, uh, someone who, who you can connect with, who will be able to understand you, I think this is something that, I think it's a, an important dimension, you know, and so um, I, I like that you brought up that point that someone you can connect with and someone who will understand you. And, and I also agree in terms of looking at what their process is. It's, I guess it's about fit, wouldn't you say? Exactly, exactly. Because there's all, you know, because not every coach would resonate with every potential client and that's okay. You know, you can have, you know, if you, you were at an event, there's 10 coaches on the stage there and you have 50 people each of those 10 coaches may have five people because they're different personalities there's different methods of delivering their program and you have to find what's best for you you know there's some coaches um like I do a lot of virtual so you know a lot of my clients are you know all over the place they're not necessarily here in Florida and for some people they prefer that face-to-face so someone who's you know out of state I may not be a good fit with them if they prefer in person because you know I'm you know not local to them whereas someone else may prefer virtual so you know it's okay it's just you know a matter because at the end of the day you are the boss as the client in terms of what your goals are and you need to you know choose the person who you feel their programs their values align with what you're trying to accomplish absolutely I, I like that you know um how you said you're the boss. And it's true because, you know, sometimes when, when I speak with different health and wellness professionals, not necessarily coaches, uh, you know, people who are maybe more into treatment, et cetera, et cetera, their, their approach is somewhat different, right? Um, Mm -hmm. They're, they're the boss. They tell you, you're coming here for treatment. Mm -hmm. Here's what you need to do. And rightly so, because you have an acute issue, you have a medical issue, you have some sort of issue that requires treatment. Right. Right. And coaching is different though, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you were to tell somebody, okay, how is coaching different from treatment? What would you, what would you say? I would say for one thing, coaching is preventative in so many ways. Um, We're trying to help you um, implement strategies to help to prevent some of these acute issues that may, you know, um, lead to medical intervention. And coaching is 
you know, your doctor only has, I mean, we're not medical professions, okay, professionals, let's not, you know, I'm not, let's get that clear, but in terms of, you know, the, the actual one-on-one -on -one time, you're probably going to have more one-on-one -on -one time with your coach than you are your doctor, you know, they have a very, you know, heavy um, list of people, patients that you're interacting with a day, whereas with your coach, you have that, especially if you're doing one-to-one -one coaching, you have, it's just you and your coach. You have your coach's undivided attention to whatever time span that you all have set. And we can, you know, actually talk about a variety of things. You know, your doctor is focusing on your medical issues and that alone for the most part, right? Yes. Your coach, as a lifestyle coach, I am concerned about every aspect. So I'm, I'm going to ask you about how things going at work. I'm going to ask you about your time management. I'm going to ask you about your meal prepping. I don't, your doctor is probably not going to go through all those things with you to the extent that a coach would and help you come up with a plan that works for you based on your schedule. Yeah. They wouldn't have the time, right? They really wouldn't have the time to, to go through all of those things. And I know for us too, I mean, uh, we're both coaches, right? Just different kinds of coaches. Right. And so yeah, we spend a lot of time. If someone comes to us in terms of sleep, it's not just, oh, here's your problem. Okay. And here's what you need to do. It's working with them. Like you said, they're the boss. They, we support them. Exactly. Right? As So the relationship I like to say, I, I, I like to talk about is with an athlete and their coach. So the athlete has the tools to be a good athlete to be mm -hmm. um, a great basketball player or, you know, or a great hockey player or a football player, baseball, whatever, whatever sport. Right. But you, they have a coach who can see them and say, Oh, well, you know what? I've been watching how you've been shooting that ball or, you know um, how you shoot on your stick, like the puck into the net. And um, you know what, have you considered this? you know, and right. bringing different perspectives. And I think that's the kind of, that's the relationship we're talking about. Like how you, it's about empowering people, right? Wouldn't you Absolutely. say? Absolutely, right. For you to, to basically, to help you develop those skills that you, that you think you don't, some that you already have, <laughs> and you just need to, you know, you know, kind of tweak some things and then help you develop new ones. And it's kind of almost like you're playing detective. So we're kind of figure out what, okay, well, this didn't work this week. Okay. We tried this particular, um, this particular thing for your meal plan. You didn't really like that. That didn't work. Okay. Let's see how we can tweak that. Okay, let's look at your schedule this week. Ah, okay, so why are you eating off plan? Oh, I see. It's because you had, you know, all these meetings and you didn't do any type of meal prep over the weekend. So it's it's kind of, you know, very individualized and, you know, looking, like you said, looking at something from a different perspective, you know, you're not in that situation. So we can see things differently and give you tips and techniques to help things go better for you. That's right. So just wondering, like in terms of your clientele, what kind of person typically comes to you and says, Coach T, help me or support me? Okay. My typical client, um, I work with women, primary, you know, prim most of my clients are women. That's my focus. And of course, they're sharing the strategies with their, their husbands and everything. Um, and most of my clients work side, outside of the home. So those typically who um, 
the women who come to me. So a lot of what I'm doing is helping those women find the balance between home life and work life. And most of my clients have children, you know, so balancing all of those different things. They're trying to lose weight. They're trying to be more active, but then they feel they have all of these things vying for their attention. Um, I have, you know, clients who, you know, I have entrepreneur clients, I have clients in upper level management. So as you can imagine, a lot of stress, like what I do, a lot of stress. And so it's a lot of that. So a lot of my clients, I'm, I'm helping them create ways and, and, and strategies to, you know, maintain healthy eating and, you know, overall wellness while battling, while dealing with all those things that vibe for their attention. Right. Um, I have a question about that because, and this will probably touch upon, uh, you know, your experience as a, a lawyer. What is the common thread that you notice in terms of the people who come and work with you and maybe what you had gone through in the past? Like what were some of the major issues that you had to contend with? And now that you, you're in this coaching role, what do you impart upon your clients based on your past experience? I think what the common thread is, um, my clients and myself included, we put everyone else ahead of ourselves because we feel that we have to. You know, everybody else is um, depending on us. My employees are depending on me. My husband is depending on me. Their children are depending. So we kind of just, we're so focused on making sure everybody else has what they need that we're not taking care of ourselves. Um, and that is what has led to most of my clients lose, I mean, gaining the weight that they've gained. It's just the constant going from pillar to post and not prioritizing their own self-care, their own health. So a lot of what I, I have learned, have to learn myself first is I have to, it's okay to say no. It is absolutely okay to say no. You cannot be all things to all people. You will burn yourself out. Um, and you know, you're going, you know, your health is going to suffer. So a lot of what I'm helping my clients to do is focus on taking care of themselves, helping them to see that it's not being selfish, it's not being lazy, it's necessary. You know, just like they have to turn that report in to their supervisor by a certain time, we need to take self-care that have that same sense of urgency with our self-care, that this I am going to you know, and it doesn't have to be a very long period of time. I am going to take this 20 minutes, disconnect, turn the phone off, read a book, take a walk, whatever it is that you, makes you, that is, helps you calm down, kind of get out of that high pressure environment and kind of just have some time to reflect for yourself. Right, right. And uh, I think now, I don't want to, um, you know, generalize, but I do know that many women do put other people ahead of themselves. And whether they be married or single, it, it's just something I think maybe culturally that we've grown up 
to do in many cases. And um, yeah, if we don't take care of that, if we don't prioritize aspects of our lives that have to deal with eating better, um, living better in terms of mental health and wellness, right? Or sleeping, right? Uh, That that is going to affect how well you can help other people and fulfill your own tasks. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be in a good place in order to, wait, let me, not necessarily. Sometimes you can be in a place that's not perfect, but can still do something and can still help people. However, imagine how much better you can help people if you were in a place of health and wellness and um, where you have taken care of yourself and are able to think clearly and have the energy to help other people. Right. You can do so much more, you know, when you're in a good place yourself. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And so in terms of sleep, I'm just curious, when you were working as a lawyer in that nonprofit, did you, was that something that you lacked would you say, or that you took for granted or even didn't think about? I'm just curious. I probably did not spend as much time prioritizing getting, you know, you know, eight plus hours of sleep like I should at that time. Um, you know, most of the times I, I went to bed probably by 10 most of the time at the latest, but to be honest with you, I would be in the bed, but scrolling on my phone, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. So although I technically was in bed, I was not necessarily sleeping at a decent hour. Um, and sometimes that was because I was nervous. I had a trial that was coming up and I was kind of nervous. So I really couldn't sleep soundly. Other times it's just, you know, not being able just to disconnect with everything that happened in that day. So I, I, I did not have the health. I probably could have had much healthier sleeping habits to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> and in, in terms of being a lifestyle coach now with the clients you do have, uh, is it something that you're noticing with them too, that they may be taking their sleep for granted? Yes. I think a lot of them don't realize how that's a, a important piece of their wellness and their weight loss goals that and that's something that I've been trying to incorporate in my programs you know um, especially with my one-to-one clients I have them track their like we talk about how many hours of sleep so that's one of the things on their progress reports that I'm going over and I'm you know and that wonderful Facebook live that you did with me I'm <laughs> sending that out to you know my community because it's so important and I and I really do think a lot of my clients don't realize that that has an impact on these other goals that we're working on yes and you know it, it it's something that I know uh okay so we do coaching at Somnolence Plus but we also do professional education working with coaches and other health and wellness, as well as fitness professionals. And one of the things that we do is try to educate them on the importance of sleep and how to integrate that into their practices. So I think, you know, this is just one of those things that I notice 
it was just sort of like the poor pillar, like the pillar that was forgotten mm -hmm. in terms of health, right? People would have healthy, they would eat well, they would be looking to exercise better, they would prioritize their well-being, and yet sometimes they would forget about sleep. So yes, I was, I was happy when you reached out to me and then you asked me to talk about sleep with everyone as well. And so one of the things that we'd like to see more of is that people who do coach other people into health and well-being, into greater fitness, also come to realize how sleep is connected to those things. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you're now integrating that into your program. Absolutely. It's such an important piece that and I'm so glad that you took the time to do that because it really kind of, you know, changed how I did some things in my coaching. Yeah. Great. Oh, and in terms of lifestyle tips, in general, there are certain things that we can re recommend to all people. So Coach T, what would be the top three things Aside from the most important thing, which is prioritizing self-care, what would be the top three things you would suggest to our listeners in terms of lifestyle? Okay, the first thing I would say is remember your why. Because there are going to be days that you don't feel like eating healthy, you don't feel like working out, you don't feel like doing the things that you know you should do to be healthier. So remember why you're why you're doing what you're doing. That's very important. The second thing I would, I would recommend is don't, your, our mindset is so important. So many times we, we think of when we're, if we're talking about eating, for example, I can't have that. It's not a matter of you cannot have that. It's I'm choosing to eat this particular thing that is healthier. And the thing about it is what I love helping my clients do is find healthier alternatives to the things that they like, you know, and I can truly say by being, you know, following this particular plan, I don't feel deprived at all. And I can, and, and I even tell my clients, and sometimes if they choose to eat something that's off plan, that's fine. It's all about balance. We even talk about, you know, things to do when, if you do choose to eat off plan, how you can get back on track. So my second, my second point, I'm just, I know that's going off the subject a little bit, <laughs> is, you know, mindset. Watch how you, how you perceive what you're doing. And then the third thing would be um, just take small steps. Sometimes we get overwhelmed with our big goal. You know, we, of course, we have to have a, you know, overall goal of what we're trying to do, but focus on the small steps that are going to lead you to that goal. So instead of focusing on, I want to lose 50 pounds before my class reunion, that's a great, that's a great goal. You can do that, but let's focus on, okay, all right, what do I need to do to accomplish that. Okay, I'm going to try to be consistent in getting, you know, water, drink, hydrating myself properly every day. I'm going to be consistent in making sure that I am, you know, eating a balance of healthy carbs and healthy fats every day. And that would make it a lot more easy 
and man manageable if we're taking small steps that we're trying to be consistent with instead of constantly just, oh my gosh, I gotta get this 50 pounds, I gotta get this 50 pounds up. So let's break that big goal down into smaller steps to reach that goal. Yes, yeah, you know, and that reminds me of our process as well in terms of sleep, you know? So it's sort of like, uh, I, I hear people will say, I want to sleep eight hours or more. And they're sleeping, let's say, well, I had a client who was sleeping maybe like five and a half hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like saying, well, you know what? Let's just try to get you sleeping at the same time every day first. Mm -hmm. right. know, let's, right. let's let you on a schedule where you have a sleep routine and you're following that sleep routine. And now you're going to bed at this time waking up, um, maybe not your full eight hours plus, and maybe mm -hmm. that's not necessary for you. Maybe it's just seven hours, which is very good too, mm -hmm. but let's just get you a little bit more. And if you find that instead of five hours, now you're sleeping five hours and 30 minutes, that's a win. Right. You no, know? that's a win. You're getting closer to where you need to be. And uh, yeah, small steps, celebrate those wins along the way and it's the progress and the journey of it all you know and it makes you feel good too when you hit those milestones absolutely you know? and it yeah it encourages to do you know to keep going it's like oh wow I can't believe I was consistent and drinking my water this week okay let you know uh, let me try this again next week you know it, it it is it's very encouraging when you just hit those small goals and before you know it that being consistent in those smaller goals will ultimately lead you into reaching your ultimate goal. Yes, exactly. I absolutely agree with you there. Okay, so could you share with us, let's say one, I don't know if you, how much you can share about this, right? Because you might have, you know, a confidentiality clause. But in any case, we're not, we're not naming names. But do you have a story that you find particularly rewarding in terms of how you helped a client reach their, their lifestyle goal? Um, let's see. I've had one client who was actually following the plan that I told you about that I coach in, um, but she had not lost weight in over a year you know and so obviously that was discouraging and you know but working with her one-on-one -on -one, I we were able to pinpoint there was what she, what it was was she wasn't incorporating enough of the healthy carbs in her diet in her diet and by diet I don't mean diet in the traditional sense of you know following a strict diet but in her way of eating and just by that small tweak, she began losing weight after not losing weight for over a year. And she was just so excited. So to see her joy, you know, of something, you know, is, is just like, ah, like an aha moment, you know, that she, you know, had reached this goal that she was not able to reach for over a year just by making some small tweaks that's really rewarding when you can see that change and when they're happy, you know, um, I think that that makes coaching so worthwhile is mm -hmm. when you, 
you can see your client achieve that aha moment for themselves, right? Right, and, right. And so in terms of working with you, let's say someone wanted to contact you, how can, will you be sending me your, your, um, your email? Is that the best way to reach you? Yes, I, yes, I will, I'll send you my email, but they can actually go to my website, new me with coach T. Um, and on my website, there is a button if they would like to, um, just chat with me to kind of see what my services are and, you know, the type of things I can help with that's right there on my, my website that they can book a free call, no obligation, just a conversation to see where they are, where they want to go and to see if I can help them do that. So that's new me with coach T. Great. And also maybe if you could just give us, uh, some idea about your programs? Do you have them online? Like, do you have courses online or is it one-on-one? I actually have both. So I work with clients one-on-one virtually, you know, through Zoom. Um, If they are in the local area, so if they're in, you know, I'm in Lakeland, Florida, Central Florida, we can arrange to have um, face-to-face meetings if they prefer that, if they're in the area. Um, I also do group coaching. So, um, I don't, my next program will probably be later um, in the fall for group coaching. And I do have courses as well. So I do have um, a jumpstart to trim course. That's um, basically an introduction to the plan that I talked about. We go step-by-step what the plan is about um, and how to implement it. Great. Well, everybody, you know, uh, I'm going to be putting Coach T contact information in the description for this podcast reach out to her and if you have questions about her programs just you know send her a quick email or you know or you can ask her during her consultation with you thank you coach t for joining us today on my sleep journey and uh hopefully we'll we can have you on our podcast sometime in the future also Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Have a nice day, everyone. Sleep well.